0: It's time to rock
1: and roll. Is that a glass of wine?
2: Yeah, I just so the funny thing was <laughs> um before we her dad was here yesterday and uh-huh. they were doing work in the kitchen and he left and he she gave him a beer that he didn't finish and we noticed it last night before we went out to dinner and we put the beer back of virgin like I'm going to handle it. We'll handle it when we come home. I came home and I'm just, I'm throwing back the white rush and I'm like I totally forgot about the beer. I pour the wine, and I open up the fridge, and I'm like, there's still this beer. So I just pour it, and I just chugged it down, because <laughs> nice. it's been in there for like 12 hours. Oh, well. So,
1: yeah. so i moved on to it's, wine. It's time has passed, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, <laughs> welcome to the Waffle Press Podcast. I'm your host, Diego Crespo, uh, talking movie hangouts. I'm here with my co-host, Universa. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you, too. I feel like... It's January january's a bit of a slow month for all podcasting a little bit you know?
3: a little bit yeah. like yeah unless uh i don't know yeah you're not a podcast about movies
1: unless you're roger deakins and yeah. his wife james deakins and they have steve yedlin on their podcast and you're like i'm this is that's my super bowl right there go listen to that wife? after you listen to this one everyone <laughs> super bowl in three weeks What's yeah. that Max?
2: I thought that was his sister. I don't know why. I swear to God, I thought it was his sister. No, You thought, so you all,
1: you thought the, the deacons were siblings not married? Yeah, I just that's didn't his even wife. know the process.
2: I'm like, oh, this, it's nice. They're, they're siblings. <laughs> that's <laughs> his wife, sir.
1: Yeah. Also, that's our mm-hmm. guest uh, and friend, Maxwell Deering. Hi, Max. How are you?
2: I'm good. Uh, how are you guys?
1: You're doing it, good. Yeah. Yeah. Staying staying toasty. It's It's yeah. warm today outside. I went outside today on a sunday morning that'd be nice
2: it's fucking cold here oh dude
1: it's so fucking cold so uh max tell us a little bit about yourself so i can complain about our otherwise wonderful time meeting last summer
3: Mm -hmm. Uh oh yeah
2: (laughs) did you tell gene about the bike
1: okay i'll I'll, I'll say Uh, it first and then you can tell us about it (laughs) so so i had to relearn how to ride a bike and i was Ah. fucking struggling for that first half but then on the way back it was a breeze it was like I, I'm totally comfortable getting on a bike again. Okay. But the big hang up I had was because Max was kind enough to to show me to my hotel before we went back to, to his and his, his lovely wife Sue's place. Um, And I was like, should I take my jacket? You think it's going to get cold? Because um, it was it was like raining uh, in parts of Spain when I was there. Mm-hmm. And I went to Amsterdam after. And, I, and he was like, no, like it should be okay. Now, it wasn't that cold. But when you're on a bike hitting a couple miles per hour you know wind operates differently and it was very fucking cold and i'm working up a sweat because i'm like i don't remember how to ride a bike i don't know what i'm doing i'm I'm like struggling to stay on and then i finally get the hang of it um but it was so fucking cold dude and i was in shorts <laughs> and a black t-shirt it was not I... ready he, for that he struggled that
0: was...
2: for us on the bike to get to our place he learned quick on the way back. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, don't,
3: I, don't, quick. I don't know why you would just wear that shorts and a T-shirt, though.
1: Because it wasn't cold Yeah, before. see,
3: I was, I was wrong.
2: I didn't.
1: You should have just took I'm, it.
2: I'm used to the weather, but, like, I wasn't that used to it. So, for me, I was like, it shouldn't be cold. But then when we walked out, I'm like, oh, it is cold. I'm like,
0: oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> so yeah, I it, really was, it
1: really was just more like being on the bike, like, Riding the bike, it, that's when it was really cold. When I was off the bike, like, headed back to the uh, to my hotel, like, it was mm-hmm. totally fine. Like, I was mm-hmm. fine walking. Um, even though it was, like, brisk, it, it wasn't, like, miserable. But, right. fuck, dude, it was so cold. I think
3: that's, uh, you made a bad decision right
2: there.
1: Welcome yeah, to the okay, rest okay, of well, the well, it world. We're
2: great California weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, it's been brisk here, too. And yes. friend of the show, Shaq, said it was also brisk when he was here. And he's from Toronto. So yeah. Pe- yeah, There you go. People know we're not exaggerating anymore. If a Canadian man says it's kind of cold in California, you know it's for real. It's for real. Yeah. yeah. But, but Max, uh, tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself besides <laughs> lying so, to me about the weather.
2: I didn't. Li- I didn't know. But, all right, cool. Uh, so my name is Max. Um, I live out in the Netherlands. I have so I have been since uh, twenty seventeen. I moved in with my girlfriend partner uh, Seuss. Um. I do hail from the States, but um, uh, when I met Seuss, I didn't have much going for me, so I moved out here with her, Uh, I went back to school, I actually just recently completed my uh, master's degree in film studies, um, as well as my bachelor in media and culture and film studies as well, with a minor in communications, and that was as early as September of 2023, that's when I graduated officially. so like yeah, right now I'm looking for work, but I guess uh that's sort of like the broad strokes of me living out here in the Netherlands. Uh I, on the side I write. Uh I'm getting some help from friends we know and friends here <laughs> on this podcast. Oh with yeah. some editing. And uh yeah, it's a uh, I'm in that kind of moment of my life where it's like, all right, I'm ready for the next part to begin. And I actually I've been I've been at that point for like mentally for Probably a few years now, but hmm. now that school's over, it's definitely like, all right, it's time, it's time to make the next step. Yeah, um, and it's daunting, it's exciting, but uh, you know what? I'm. It's good to be here, and uh, I'm glad I've got people like you uh, to to talk to and shepherd me and whatnot. Um, but as just someone who has listened to podcasts a lot, it is it is a great honor to be up here, and oh. uh, you guys are. If you saw my Spotify rep, you were my number one podcast listened to uh, last year. Um, And mostly because you guys are just ridiculously funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That might mostly hail from the retrospectives, but uh, listening to Matt and Diego go back and forth, uh, that always puts a smile on my face because... uh, it's the constant fuck you, Diego. Your taste is wrong. <laughs> well,
1: um, well, thank you for for listening to all of that. And th- oh, it's yeah? an honor to have you here, by the yeah. way. You you and you and Suze were so so welcoming and kind up there. Um got to watch a little Eurovision together. Um, hit up that great whiskey bar. Um yeah, I, I really want to go back this year. I'm gonna see what I can do. Um but yeah, yeah thank yeah. you for all the kind words about the podcast too. And I, I wanna clarify also that I think the reason the retrospectives take up more of that listening time is because Matt and I don't really trim those down. Mm-hmm. We just upload like three hour chunks of a podcast <laughs> and it's like, people we'll <laughs> listen to that. Yeah, and it,
2: they, it's no, true. they do. You know, yeah. like uh, that's like yeah.
1: three regular episodes of this. So yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, I'm,
2: I'm yeah, one man. of the rare people. I'll tell you, I prefer a three hour podcast and that's not because of my work because I, I do the post as actual work, but like, mm-hmm. I enjoy a three hour podcast more than 30 minute or an hour just mm-hmm. because at that point you know that the people that are there they're shooting the shit, you know, they're yeah. um they they are just as much uh, having fun with each other as they are talking about the thing they're talking about.
3: Mm-hmm. Um oh, thank you. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. going to say yeah, no, thank you Max. Um yeah, you're like first you're like a long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you want to say what you've been uh, doing for the podcast as well, just to just as a plug, to promote?
2: Oh yeah. Uh, so right now I'm learning to edit the shorts, edit video. Our um, mutual friends over at A4E, um, Mike Scott, Vice Victus, Liam O'Donnell. Uh, I'm also helping them out. I run the Discord server over there as well. I can't believe I forgot about that. I'm so sorry, Mike. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, I I created the Discord for them last year when Twitter was. Felt like every day and still every day is gonna explode. It's gonna happen. It's just prolonged death. Um, yeah. but I, I made that Discord for them and I run it, but like I've told them like it's yours. Like I just yeah. I haven't handed it over just because I don't think they want the actual handover, but um I run that. I sometimes stream movies. I did that uh um last year in November, where I did a Jammu movie and a Godzilla movie leaning up to the release oh, yeah. of Silent Night and uh, Godzilla minus
3: one. I think we watched Godzilla together.
2: Uh yeah yeah we did we did, um so I run that and then behind the scenes I'm um going to start helping Mike out with the editing of the podcast and hopefully more because I know they've got big plans for the big bad film fest uh, this year in August so nice. yeah
1: um I want to uh give a shout out to A4E as well I was just on um the other week um yeah. right before James Nunn who kind of stole my spotlight <laughs> with his excellent one more shot which we will talk about as a January movie um. But yeah, uh Mike, Vice, Liam, great guys. Uh, I want to shout out Liam who's is, by the time this episode's out, I think we'll have wrapped on Warpath. So, congrats. Yeah, I don't think he's announced
2: Ed. it yet, but I think he's this is his last week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He well, he posted um uh a bridge explosion and he said uh <laughs> one more day one day left or whatever. So, <laughs> shout out nice. to that. Um yeah. Obviously very excited as one of the OG <laughs> Beyond Skyline heads. Um but yeah, you're 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 helping out a lot of good people and also us. So really thank you for all your, your time and energy. Yeah. And thank um thank you. Yeah, man. Like uh fucking you're 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 going to work on on learning like all this new material. Like I I, I do like light editing. I don't do the extent of it that Gene does, like not even in the same vicinity. Um mm. and it, it can be tricky. So like learning that stuff um for, for anyone, not just Max too, like it can be daunting, but once you like start, it's it's not like that complicated. It's just Ooh. a lot of like doohickeys you gotta keep track of. That's really <laughs> yeah. it. Like yeah. it's just it's a lot of sliding bars.
3: And yeah, like, he's been yeah. Uh, shortcuts. Yeah, he's been my uh apprentice at editing.
1: uh, Hopefully, I don't have to kill you at the
3: end of this. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, We've been uh, just chugging away in our sessions through different time zones—six hours, well, nine hours in your case. But
1: yeah, nine hours. Yeah, because because last night I'm I'm
2: drinking wine and uh, they're on coffee. Yeah, Yeah, I am
1: on coffee. If I was drinking wine at 10 30 in the morning in my own house. I I would expect some very concerned phone calls. (laughs) You can slip some whiskey in there. Uh, No. (laughs) uh, Only on like Christmas Day I would do that. Yeah, Yeah, it's a special occasion. Christmas Day, vacations, obviously. I was basically drunk for like three weeks. Um, Uh. (laughs) And then San Diego Comic Con, which is just yeah, Yeah, you don't really stop drinking for that if you drink Uh alcohol.
2: My um my dad, um, because mm-hmm. I didn't give you the whole background about me, but my dad, yes. he works in comics. Um so oh, cool. Just as, as a as a bit of a more of a background about me. Um cool. I I have grown up in a media, media, film and comic book household. Ooh. So I have a background in comic books. My dad, Mark Deering, um he he's an inker. Um he's all uh he's an inker for comic books. He inked stuff like uh, Blackest Night, uh back when that was big. Uh oh. he's done some Star Wars comics like Afra. You um, you you're just telling me this now. Like I I read Blackest Night yeah. when it was coming he, <laughs> I remember. I never he knew did this. the spread. He did that. What that that two page spread of um mm-hmm. Hal Jordan and Sinestro. Like I think they were interlocked or something. Yeah. He inked that. He could what? never sell it because like that went to like Johns or whoever. Yeah.
3: Um, oh my but, god, uh, I, I never knew this about it. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: I didn't so cool. either.
2: It's sorry, just, like, I just it's one of the things I always
3: forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. uh
2: What what other comics? Like a, um. So he did the Green. <sighs> I
1: don't know. Afra, that's a pretty big one already, man. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. no,
2: no. Yeah. Afra, Blackest Night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's done some stuff for Marvel. The thing is, he's kind of I think a bit stepped away from the big two uh, as in recent years, just because of um mm-hmm. their how they work people and you oh. know residuals and all that, which we're mm-hmm. all very well aware of. Yeah. Um, I, right now, I, I think he's comfortable with me saying this. He is trying to start on his own new company, um, mm-hmm. uh, something small, something indie, but, uh, that's something I have to, uh, inquire more about him for, uh, I have to talk to him about, but, yeah. uh, yeah, no, he, uh, I, so I have a background in, um, comic books. My aunt, my aunt Amanda, she worked at Pixar. Uh, I think she still works at, excuse me, Pixar, um, So I I have a deep background in just all the nerd shit. uh, Comic books, I like Diego. um, I don't really keep keep up with it as much anymore because it is very expensive and no idea where to start. Um, However, (laughs) my enthusiasm for, and the knowledge that I do have has actually influenced Seuss and she's actually taught and read up on some of it. She got interested in uh, Miss Marvel and uh, Miles Morales, especially after uh, Spider-Verse. I had a point to all this and it's slipped oh, to my mind. You're
3: uh, you're you're just saying like kind of like your sort of like background in, in all this.
2: Yeah, it tied yeah. into
3: the conversation, but right uh
2: yeah, I do have a I have a background in all of that. So um my dad always took me to the movies, uh, very much in the vein that uh some there was stuff I probably shouldn't have seen when I was young, but who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, I went and saw Matrix in theaters, I saw Blade Two in theaters. Nice. My first official movie that I was never actually born for, but was definitely around for was uh, Batman Forever. And my mom will tell you that uh, she can't stand Kiss from a Rose because when she was in theaters watching it, I would would, like, I was just moving, I was kicking. And she says she can't listen to it because it makes her nauseous. And I'm
3: like, I fucking love the song. So Uh, yeah. (laughs) It was like when you're in the womb, it was ingrained in you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was a that was one of my first drunk karaoke songs. Obviously, oh. I did not nail oh. those fucking it's pitches, great. those yeah. fucking high, high ass notes. High but ass um, yeah, it's a very yeah, it's, fun one. It's a you good, know. yeah. It's, I like yeah. that song. I remember so. when
3: I was like five and like watching Batman Forever for the first time. Like, that's such a good song. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm like, sorry she does not um like it.
3: Yeah. Batman Forever <laughs> is a great movie
2: too. Yeah, I think it's it's been a hot minute. I need to re-watch that in Batman and
1: Robin. It's a good good movie. Um I like it more than the first Tim Burton Batman. Oh that's fair. Yeah, I would say that too. Yeah, I would say
3: that too. Not as good as Batman Returns.
1: No, Batman Returns Uh, is a masterpiece. That's like top two Tim Burton movies. Top shelf. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That that's Uh a fucking amazing movie. But yeah, yeah, Batman Forever, thumbs up. Um
0: uh Uh, shout out joel schumacher and you know
1: we should also say the episode today is about january released movies what it's like being an action fan abroad as well for Mm -hmm. max what it's like being because like january movies they have such (sighs) a reputation where it's like it's like oh it's a dumping ground and like it kind of hasn't been for a while in my opinion um Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also just like kind of never been because Mm -hmm. of award season right like because la and new york and like maybe some other cities sometimes get uh-huh. all the festival or the the award contenders in December, but everyone else gets them in January. So like unless you're like a film critic or in the industry, you can see them earlier. But like it's I don't know I I've never it's liked a weird that.
2: it's a weird it's it's a it act it is an actual dumping ground, but it also isn't because you're kind of getting the runoff. It essentially what January is for stuff that's not officially released in January. Like for instance, the Beekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, as the most recent example, it's basically like that's the time when they announce essentially the Oscars. We're, we're coming off the week of they just announced all the Oscars, and so now all those films are like basically finally in theaters. And that's before we get into this particular last year with like the strikes and whatnot. Um, because for instance, I don't know, uh, in the states if poor thing, if poor thing, I think poor things is a 2023 release, yes. but I know for a fact we were supposed yeah. to get it September. Through December of last year in 2023, but I know the strikes. Um, they ended up pushing that back to this year because I remember that they had a release like lockdown for September, and then they didn't. Um, as as just an example, but that it's a whole different can of worms when it comes to international of uh, releases right. uh, and whatnot. So
0: yeah,
3: yeah, I mean yeah, there's always been some like interesting January films. I, I always thought like yeah, Book of Eli.
1: Hey, that's on my list. Book yeah. of Eli. That movie yeah. does kind of slap. That's my favorite Gary Whitta movie.
3: Gary Whitta, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, writer, yeah, screenwriter no, Gary Whitta, yeah, yeah. Um, who's popular just... in the nerd space. Uh, also wrote. I, I will believe, be one of the original drafts week. of Rogue One.
2: Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I'll be rewatching <laughs> Book of Eli this week uh, for an appearance on another podcast. <laughs> so, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'll uh, be fun of, to revisit. Book of Eli yeah.
3: prequel.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask about that, Gene, because you're the biggest Book of Eli fan, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm not being snarky. Like, I, th- I think he is. Uh, but, um, what do you think about that, that prequel uh, series?
3: It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll see it. It um, has Michael B. Jordan. That's correct. No, it no, has John, uh, John Boyega. Boyega. John Boyega. Okay. My, my mistake. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, John Boyega. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, only thing i like kind of worry is like is it going to be like too like religious or something mm. it's like like the bible is such a big thing in that movie right
1: yeah but it's it's also like if i remember the conceit of the movie it's that like there's just like no more literature at all right yeah yeah it's yeah. the only thing that stood the test of time which could you know be very easily co-opted by the worst right. people imaginable yeah but as like a narrative conceit, it is interesting, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It could it could go either way. I have no idea who's attached besides John Boyega, and I like Boyega. John Boyega. So yeah, yeah. Um,
2: I, I I'm glad Homeboy is getting work. Uh, mm-hmm. John is great. Uh, I don't think the directors are the directors from Bookie are attached. At least I haven't read anything. No, I don't think so. Um, Mm-mm. Which
0: Mm-mm. is a shame because yeah, they're good. I
3: was going to say yeah, or John Boyega thinks because it's like was it is a. Uh, Attack the block
0: too. That
2: yeah, cool? I don't, that don't that's gonna come out. That's a that's a for sure. That that's definitely gonna happen. <laughs>
3: yeah. Love that movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, I if it's Joe Cornish like <clears throat> and him really re-teaming for it, then I'd see it. I just don't see it happening with the modern landscape, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I bet someone was like interested in getting that made at some point. Like not just yeah. them. I think they're they're interested. Right. But I think now it's just like like they they're looking at the box office receipts of the first movie and they're looking at the landscape now and they're like if anything you guys might make less money this time you know? which i don't think is true because that movie has such a big fan base now. Right. yeah it's, and is that is that perfect the oh god no mm. uh that is a perfect movie by the way attack the block if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it um yeah i don't know i think streaming is also just dying um uh, except except for this is kind of another way to get back into January yeah, releases. Less depression stuff, yeah. Which uh, January releases tend to be low-budget horror yeah. and low-budget action. I feel mm-hmm. like the Extraction movies would honestly do really well in January. Although I think those are much better than some of the other releases in January. Um, mm-hmm. Especially Extraction 2, which is so fucking sick. Yeah. Um, although now we get Scott Adkins uh, in one more shot this year. For those that haven't seen one shot and one more shot, it is um they're action movies that mostly take place in one location. Uh done Birdman style, like invisible cuts, like all presented in like a long take. <clears throat> and that can see can get really kind of boring for me. But with these movies, they're smart enough to um because they're really stretching a budget here, first of all. And it's really impressive what they get away with. Um, but they're they're smart enough to hand it off to like other performances and actors and set pieces and they keep evolving the action as those movies progress um like you kind of start with guns and then by the end of one more shot it's just like a mishmash of like whatever you can get your hands on and it's so sick and Scott Adkins rules and Scott Adkins got a big boost after John Wick 4 which I was really happy about um he's such a great martial artist and um yeah, it's uh, one more shot and one shot. I think those are like kind of I don't remember if one shot was a January movie, but one more shot is kind of like the perfect direct to video January movie. It kicks I don't know if a lot of fucking listen, ass.
2: I don't know if you listened to Lace A4E, but did you hear about their shooting schedule?
1: Yeah, I wanna no. say you wanna say it? Because it's insane. Yeah.
2: You yeah. Say it. That's um what? So it was they shot in this airport. For four hours at the a tail real of the air- night, operating
1: so could... airport, by the way.
2: Oh yeah, operating airport from like twelve to four a.m. Only four hours over the course of twenty days. Absolutely what? insanity, and what? they pulled that. They pulled that off. That's crazy. Uh, that is wild. <laughs>
3: That's truly crazy. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, and, and a shout out to to Mike's interview with Scott Adkins specifically about this um, that he uploaded later, because uh, mm-hmm. everyone should go check that out. I'm gonna link that there um because i love those guys but also like really really insightful stuff um so link in the bio for that or link in the description not bio um but uh yeah gene you haven't seen one shot or one more shot
3: no i haven't no i i'll I'll, uh put it on my watch list on Letterboxd for sure yeah for sure yeah there guys have been
1: describing
3: it well yeah
1: yeah they're fucking sick i don't know what to tell people um and, and uh, James Nunn talked about this too, but I think the first one, like when I saw the trailer, I was like, this looks sick, but also it's, a, it's another war on terror movie. And then you watch <laughs> it and it's kind of just like, I think it's it's really smart how this proposed trilogy has been evolving, where it's like the first one's sort of like the, the, the trickle down essence of like terrorism and financing uh-huh. in the war on terror. And just war in general and you're seeing it like the levels of it kind of escalate as the franchise continues. And it's like, well, these are like the grunts. These are the people who like purportedly believe in a cause. And it's like, well, really it's about money, you know? And it's like, it, there's ideas there, but also you're there to watch Scott Atkins kick motherfuckers in the head. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a good time, man. It's, it's, it's a, uh, as, as someone who has said action is like their true love i think action genres <laughs> that's my true love right yeah um it's a it's a happy place for me i'm gonna i'm gonna watch these also, until we it get one last a, shot
2: it joins a rare a rare but growing league of films that i think we'd all call metal gear solid ass films i think tenet <laughs> is also one of yeah. them there's there's a particular sequence in one more shot where i all like i could think of was like this will make a this is a ripped straight out of like one of the Metal Gear games. Saying that's, this is a person who's only played Metal Gear Solid 5. Um Oh
3: yeah, uh, that's the best one though.
0: Yeah, that's the best Metal I, Gear that I've only the, played my it. I still date. haven't finished it. Uh <laughs>
3: yeah, well I mean the game is unfinished technically. Technically, mm. but not not in my heart. It has an ending. <laughs> it has a good ending, but I was going to say uh, I know Nolan doesn't like a uh, Doesn't use phones or or whatever. Do you think? I think he plays video games. I think he has to. I think Diego, what do you think?
1: I think he he has to. Yeah. I don't know how you watch the end of Tenet and you're like, this, like, that's a dude who's played Call of Duty.
2: Yeah. At bare minimum, he's played Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. Well, he has
3: Peloton, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Peloton. So it's like there
3: are exceptions to his role.
1: Yeah, let's not spend time on that. But like Google, (laughs) no, no, Christopher Nolan Peloton. It's very funny. No, it's it's very funny. I'm not like angry about it. I I I love that story. But it's just like we're gonna we're gonna talk about it all day if we if we keep talking about that.
3: But I I think he plays video games because I remember there was like supposed to be like a talk of an Inception video game and it just like never happened. That'd be great. Yeah, that 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 that'd be pretty damn good. And there were video games for Batman Begins, so mm-hmm. I think he had to have played or been involved. So I think we can say Look, Christopher Nolan does play video games.
1: Yeah, and like he has the, and he has kids too. So yeah, like the Batman yeah. Begins one, that's like the licensing tie-in for every superhero movie. Whatever yeah. had a tie-in back then. <laughs> the Inception ones where it gets interesting because I I do think that would make a really kick-ass video game yeah and um so what we're saying
2: is christopher nolan and john carpenter might have been in the same lobby at some point
1: yeah Uh, there's a good chance oh Oh. there's no way christopher (laughs) Nolan doesn't love john carpenter right exactly yeah
3: it just seems like you just
2: carpenter's smoking a fucking dude but he's like yeah man uh fucking playing dead
3: space right now what are you doing nolan you fucking hack
1: yeah
3: (laughs) is christopher nolan ps playstation or xbox though I think he
1: can afford whatever he'd like. Oh, okay. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah. I don't All think right. he has to choose. Which which He's one? He's not he like prefer. us, Gene.
0: <laughs> which
3: one does he prefer, though?
1: I think PlayStation's just got the better stuff right now, right?
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. But John Carpenter's an Xbox guy, so like I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, but he but... he
1: plays a lot of multiplayer games. Yeah, I don't I'm imagine perfect. Nolan's a multiplayer guy. Yeah, that's so... I
3: can't imagine that.
1: Yeah. So unless he he plays Halo Infinite. Yeah, no. yeah. No, I don't think no. so. No. No. Okay, no. 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 Nolan, hop on. <laughs> Noob, no, Nolan. Um...
2: Play Alan Wake 2. This is my Alan Wake 2 plug. Oh, Both yeah, yeah, yeah. Of you Alan Wake. Play a, a Diego. I streamed it last night a bit for Diego. Alan Wake 2 is my new obsession. It is, I, I was telling Diego about this last night. Um, admittedly, I am a David Lynch hater. Before we go off, it is because I saw a racer head years ago at a theater and it was so mind numbingly like esoteric and just like i don't like the best interpretation i guess is high on your own supply it, it it made me upset because i'm like it just felt like he was being weird for the sake of being weird and i yeah. swore him off forever i've been bullied and conjoled the watching twin peaks it's gonna happen i've softened i'm gonna give twin peaks a solid shot and hopefully i can see what everybody else sees because that stands yeah. i David. i yeah david lynch has not worked for me I say that knowing full well Alan Wake 2 is very Twin Peaks inspired. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 Twin Peaks, a bit of true detective. Um, it's it's great. Uh it is it, yeah, it's everything. I, I truly can't wait for both of you to play it. Um I, I have to imagine you'll you might you might become as obsessed with it as I am because I, I think it's it's so good. It's so good. Especially as someone who I think all of us we like writing. Um it really like taps into that like oh you're a writer guess what you're never gonna finish anything you're a piece of shit and it's like no i can't i'm gonna shoot my writers block in the head and fucking write my way out like it's 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 great but it's a january podcast not only two podcast <laughs> yeah, no
1: it, it i mean I, I what i saw was really compelling and uh, other david lynch heads let me know if i'm out of line with this but i recommended to max that he should start with the first two seasons of twin Peaks. Watch his movies after that all the movies he can get his hands on Mm -hmm. and the shorts which used to be up on his website but i think they're just all over youtube now um and then do twin peaks the return i think that's appropriate because the evolution of that show when you Mm -hmm. start season three you're like this is like even for twin peaks you're like this is like weird um it's kind of recalibrate your brain unless you've seen like mulholland drive or oddly enough, Inland Empire, which I know some people are just like, "What the fuck are you talking about? That movie's nothing." <laughs> and then I'm like, "This is the most beautiful work of art of the 21st century." <laughs> so yeah. you know, okay. different strokes okay. is what we're saying here. Yep. But All yeah, right. that is my suggestion on how to approach David Lynch. Um,
2: I will, I'm I'm going to keep that in mind as soon as yeah. I can get my hands on the first two seasons. I have heard the first season is rough, uh, but the second season is where it takes off
1: for Twin uh, Peaks yes no 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 the first season of Twin Peaks is like bah, 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 like banger 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 season two okay. starts banger 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 around okay. episode eight or nine if I remember okay it's like right. you're oh shit this is so good how can like are they how is it ever gonna get better than this and you're like oh, well, it kind of doesn't and then it drops off because Lynch got like he left because he had to reveal certain things he didn't want to reveal. Mm-hmm. And Lynch has been very outspoken about having to reveal a certain thing. Killed the golden goose for that show. Gotcha. And he was like, fuck this. I'm out. Mark Frost and other writers take over. Uh, the co-creator, Mark Frost, who doesn't get a lot of credit for when Peaks. um, Even though him and Lynch are like on good terms now. Like it's just yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But then Lynch comes back for the finale. And he directs one of the most deranged hours to ever air on primetime television. I remember... I remember all those weeks where people watch it and
2: they were losing their shit. It I I think it rivaled uh that first season of True Detective on Twitter. Like people were like just going nuts about that third season. Uh yeah. I know bits and pieces. I know something, I know uh, nine inch nails shows up, I know there's something about a nuclear bomb, but like it's all it's all pieces yeah. of a puzzle that I have not even begun to put together yet.
1: Yeah. And to be fair, like it is something that you don't really have to put together. It is he's he's an artist that is more about expression than like plot you know like the first two seasons of twin peaks are like plot structure um they have like a more accessible structure rather mm-hmm. um and then you watch twin peaks return you're like why is this guy dusting for like an uncut three minute shot like what is what are we doing here but if you get it you get it. if you don't you don't and that's totally fine it's just very different okay um But I love it, obviously. I rant about it as not as much as I used to, but I, oh, fuck, man. Twin Peaks is the shit. David Lynch is is my god. Um, Every video of him yelling at someone is incredibly funny to me, even though maybe don't yell at everyone. Um, But it is very funny. Um, Speaking of yelling, let's yell about some fucking January movies because January action is what we're mostly here to talk about. But last year, we also got stuff like Megan. And this year, we got stuff like Night Swim, which Gene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on Night Swim? I can't really yeah, remember. Uh, like, okay, the, the like halfway, 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 thumb. thumbs. <laughs> yeah, half okay. All right, uh, Megan, uh, th- thumbs up, thumb- thumbs up, Megan, yeah, big yeah. thumbs up, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, I had fun, all right, yeah. The last half hour is what you go to that for, um, sure. but yeah, I just rebuke the January movie thing, like, we got like the gray, like, yep, that's over a decade ago,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that. That's like, I think Joe Carnahan's masterpiece. Um mm. I, I think it's a terrific movie still. Um and We got your favorite I, film. Oh no. Yo Frankenstein.
2: Oh no No i Frankenstein
1: <laughs> with the Spanish language translation to Yo Frankenstein. Um, hey
2: Mike, i Frankenstein showed up. Um as a January release as a bad movie, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Mike, Mike likes it, so Stan Mike mm-hmm. there you um,
3: I've never seen that movie I,
1: don't know. It, I think it's you are missing nothing I don't I saw people compare it to Van Helsing and I'm like Van Helsing's fucking wild mm-hmm. um that that's a fucking wild movie Van Helsing's an Oscar winner comparatively uh I I just think I Frankenstein's kind of dull but yeah that's fine um uh
2: so yeah okay so that's that's four films off of my uh the 20 I made um just briefly sticking with um a bit of more of the horror Mm-hmm. Uh, so, haha! You didn't ask me something that you usually ask the other guests. What do I watch? What have, What have I been watching?
1: Well, for oh, starters, to be fair, to be fair, Gene and I have been slacking on that because we usually just dive into the stuff. But we we have no. been meaning to do that. It's always in the yeah. show notes, and then we just start talking, and it's like, well, let's just let's just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. a conversation. But no, go ahead. It, what fine. have you um, been watching
3: I just, lately? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: I actually I finished up uh, the Badland Hunters, the new Don Lee joint uh, a couple oh, hours ago. I didn't get to um, see it after all. Yeah, it was, it, it's fun. It is, it is everything. Rads in 10 Lee punched the shit out of mutants and raiders. Like th- three stars, Great time. Um, It's a five star, uh, but three that, star? But, uh, three stars. Okay. okay. Three stars. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it. Any, for me, um, this is a much longer rant and I'll try to get that deep into it. No, no, go, but go for When go we for. talk about um, reviewing and rating movies, um, I can't speak for the both of you, but I know I come, uh, growing up with my parents and everything, my dad, he definitely frequented, um, what Ain't It Cool News. Uh, I didn't frequent that as much, but in my teens and in my early uh, teen, uh, 20s, I definitely hit up BMD and that's where I basically know everybody from. That's That was my first real experience with the genre writing, like, like really in-depth, good writing. Um, so for me, I don't, I at least in terms of Letterbox, when I rate things, one star, three star, five stars, what have you, that's more of like a brief indicator. Uh, something that I've grown into is writing those reviews so I know how I really felt about it. Uh, but I really feel like actual number ratings are a bit arbitrary, even though most of the time I do rate stuff, but that's just like a soft like, this is just a brief what you thought of it. And then if I really wanna know what I thought of it, I go read what I wrote, so to speak. Um, but long story short, badlet Hunters, I think it's a solid three stars. Anything essentially three stars and above is usually a good time. Uh, that being said, uh, I did list to your Geostorm episode and uh, Geostorm, good time. Even though I looked at my rating, I definitely gave it two and a half stars. I still had a good time with it. Moonfall, not so much. Um, switching back, sorry to January movies, I apologize. No, no, you're doing good, you're doing good. In the realm of horror, I have the Mothman Prophecies, 2002. Um, oh, I watched I that I this month. I enjoyed it. Uh, Seuss did not, but uh, I I enjoyed it. It's I think it purposely doesn't answer all the questions it it poses, right. but and that's both a good and a bad thing. But I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, what it was uh, a big one. I don't know if anybody knows this Cloverfield. Um, yeah, I have that up there. Um, Cloverfield was. I can't remember if we saw it, if I saw it in theaters, but I, I remember the hype around it. Like just that it is it is the rare film with, with like something like this week, we just had the monkey man drop um, oh, yeah. with uh, Doug Patel directing, writing, starring produced by uh, Jordan Peele. Um, it's so rare nowadays that we get a film that we know nothing about before it just drops. Granted, I think with Cloverfield, that's a different beast because we, know, we knew nothing about it before it hit theaters. Um, all we had was like the, the the found footage aspect of it. But that didn't really tell a complete story. Um, I bring up Monkey Man because I think most of us kind of sort of forgot that existed. And then bam, they dropped a trailer and we're like, oh shit, this is what you've been cooking? Like, I want to go see that. And Cloverfield, I think, hits that same box. Uh, so Mildland Prophecies, Cloverfield. Cloverfield was one of the big ones. And then the other one I think it's safe to say you guys are underwater fans because I oh yeah I underwater. With underwater. oh underwater. yeah the, the Christian yeah. Stewart movie
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah that was that came out in January I remember because I wanted to see in theaters so bad and then there was no release date in January the pandemic obviously hit for us we locked down way faster than uh, the states did I think we were locked down basically mid-February um, and I was looking looking and there was no release date and I, I actually called people because I'm like I want to see this movie and it just it didn't hit theaters uh, so I had to watch it through means that I will not describe. Uh, but Disney <laughs> yeah, Plus now is and I can watch yeah, yeah. it whenever I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. So cool. uh, uh, I think that is sort of like the end of the straight horror. Daybreakers is up there, too. Um, and then there's two from the 90s, but we'll, we'll get there. So uh, Daybreakers, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I, It's mostly, uh, I know how much you love... Uh, Everybody loved that Kate Bush song uh, from Stranger Things, running yeah. up that hill. Yeah, I I think a mutual friend, A B Allen. My experience Ooh. with that song was I didn't know Kate Bush did that. I it was the, um, it was from Daybreakers from that trailer, and I was like, oh,
1: <laughs> Kate Bush, yours is inferior. This is the true running up that hill. Um, I remember having that. I, I didn't feel that negative aftermath that you just described there, because um, <laughs> I I think that's the. The best episode of Stranger Things where that song mm-hmm. is predominantly really is. played. And one of the best hours of television ever. I am, like, shocked yeah. that it's from the director of fucking Free Guy. But whatever. Um, No, but that's that was my first uh, run-in with, with Running Up That Hill, too, was that fucking trailer. That trailer's so fucking good. Maybe, yeah. it, like, when, in, when you're in high school and you're starting to, like, get into genre stuff, you're like, this is going to be the best movie ever. And you watch watching it. It's, like, three stars. Yeah, it's, like, not yeah. bad. It's just not, like great trailer
2: for a okay movie
1: yeah and you know that's totally like a movie that could be remade because the premise is so fucking solid like there's nothing like wrong with the movie it's just like yeah you guys did it like all right
2: i got it i got it it. (laughs) john carpenter's daybreakers
1: oh yeah yeah million
2: dollars the billion dollars
1: at the box office (laughs) yeah and those those directors I i can't i can never remember their names but like They were also one of the first people to have a movie up on iTunes. You guys, did you guys ever see the movie Undead? No,
3: I've never. Okay,
1: yeah, there was like eighty-five movies on iTunes at one point. Like, I this is like the beginning, and I remember because I was, uh, I was introduced to Apple at a young age, so I got, I learned all this stuff early on. I wasn't, I didn't know how to use a PC until I was like eighteen, you know, (laughs) Um, and. Undead was on there. I was like, what the fuck? Is this like, just zombies? Like, what is this movie? And it's like, it's also just like a a funky little genre thing. It probably came out in January too. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always want to like those guys' movies more than I do. And they're not like hacks or anything like that. It's just like, I can't, they can't fucking like just, just reach me halfway with their They get there with uh, that, that final act of Sam
2: Neill. They get there with that. But like, you wish more of the movie was the energy of the final act where there's the mm-hmm. blood orgy um, yeah yeah.
1: yeah they did a jigsaw you remember the saw sequel spin-off yeah. jigsaw yeah yeah that's the worst movie sorry guys yeah. um <laughs> but that one that one doesn't work for a lot of reasons so whatever um yeah i don't know see like, like look at all that shit that's interesting and that all came out yeah. in january I um, have hateful
2: eight up here. I don't think that's true. So I took this from an IMDb list. I don't oh, know yeah. why no, up there.
1: Yeah. Hateful eight. Well, uh, no. Okay. So this is the conversation we were we were talking about. Yep. It's December for Gene and I. Mm-hmm. It's not December for everyone else.
3: Yeah.
1: I wasn't the at the roadshow so no version. Idea. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: That's you know? true. That so
1: true. does that I think that counts. count.
3: I think it counts. Yeah
1: for January? I
2: think, I think like a, a chunk of them count. Like, I think a lot of people are now seeing the zone of interest. And I think that's finally now getting a wide release and that's right. across not just the States, but here as well. Uh, we get it in a few weeks, um, but uh, we just got Ferrari. Uh, I don't know if that was, I know you saw that in uh, December, but uh, I don't know if that was a wide release everywhere, but um, I lost it. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I, I think that one's a bit iffy. I, I, I think that was mostly a wide release everywhere, and then it just kind of trickled out into January. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, from last year, I have Plain Gerard Butler and yeah. uh, Mike Coulter. Plain that was that that was a very good January movie from last year. Uh, Gerard Butler never lets me down. That, I think does Gerard Butler. I'm looking. Yeah, he he occupies two spots on my list. Can you guess the other one?
1: angel has fallen nope no that was what nope. when was that 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 was in january oh shit
2: no there's there's one it we're we're all we all like it i think we've all seen it it's scuzzy is it den of
1: thieves yeah den of thieves oh yeah. masterpiece <laughs> yeah den of thieves 2018 oh god yeah that movie's so yep. fucking good <laughs>
0: it's really like
1: people man. i think people think like we're like exaggerating with the dude's rock thing with stuff like that. Like that's a really well-made movie. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It's, it's a really like angry, mean, well-made. Everybody's a piece of shit. Yeah. But it's not like, just like an, uh, like action. Like, Oh, it's so fucking sick. Like it's again, it's got like ideas on its mind. It's like the evolution of like militarism into like modern crime, which, you know, isn't that much of a thing we see in real Life, like we see that with like, like how it trickles down to like gang violence from, like arm sales and stuff like that. Uh, this I understand. This is like an insane tangent, but I think it's important for the Den the, of the discussion. Um, and Vice talks about it a lot with like the the way military hardware and ideology kind of like is used abroad, and then eventually it's like, well, the American empire is conquered so much, it's like eventually uh-huh. it's going to turn inward. You know, yeah. it's like these are yeah. real tangible subjects that are from real life it's not just like it's yep. not just uh, uh uh for the sake of a fictional movie you know the fictional movie not- shorthand it's yeah a good background it's just, shorthand. It's a good shorthand yeah
3: it's yeah. yeah yeah
2: but there's obviously more to it beyond that as well so mm-hmm.
1: yeah uh, um but you also get fucking the greatest gerard butler role ever in den of thieves as we ben came Nick. here for the ass yeah oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. you, you know, I just realized i saying
2: that. That's the real thing that connects it to Heat. You've got Al Pacino saying, she's got a great ass. And then you've got him saying, we come here for the ass.
1: Oh, yeah. If you put oh. Al Pacino and Gerard Butler in a movie, I think film Twitter would just explode. I think it would Gerard end. Butler That's the thing that would Heat kill too? it. He could play a role in that. <laughs> yeah. He could do that. <laughs> there's one role where it would be. He would be like the most vile, despicable person you've ever seen on screen. But he could do it. I There's one role. And I, yeah. I don't want to give it away for people that haven't yeah. read Heat 2, but okay. he could oh, yeah. fucking do it. And, th- like, me hesitating to describe it anymore, anyone that's read Heat 2 is like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so just, okay. uh, yeah, there's a role for him, for sure. Did you,
2: uh, Gene, or did you guys, yes. did you find uh, any uh, January movies that piqued, uh, interested you, I suppose?
3: Yeah, yeah, I was going to put recent January movies and then... Mm. Uh, yeah the uh most recent one i saw um because it came out like this month um was uh the book of clarence oh how was that yeah Yeah, it was uh it was very interesting um and just like it's basically like a remake of the bible so it's like um it's just with like lucky stanfield and it's like like trying to recontextualize a lot of things because that's like stuff where the way the modern day world like views jesus as like kind of like this white dude is like well it's like how would that happen so it's like not to spoil it but it's like i won't i won't spoil who cameos as that but like there's someone that's also being like crucified that looks like the modern day jesus so they're like oh they just got it mixed up um it's from a fun celebrity cameo i won't say who plays that but like stuff like that it's like it's really interesting It's, it's funny it gets a little heavy but um yeah i thought it was really good Thought it was. Is it? Good. Would you say it's as fun as his last film, uh, The Harder They Fall? Um, The Harder. Uh, I haven't seen that,
0: so I oh, that it. movie is so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I
2: watched it last year. Um, for the first time, and I was outside of its main star. Um, even admittedly, they're still very good in it, but oh. like, it's still what a what a great time of a movie. Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I've I've heard mixed things on Book of Clarence, but I'm mm-hmm. glad to know that he's at least still being interesting. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the director's name is uh, James Samuel. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, it's unfortunate who stars as a Nat Love uh-huh. in The Harder They Fall. But okay. it's like you know, we, we didn't know at the time. Right. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Yep. You no, know, now we do, yeah. so don't put him in more stuff.
3: Yeah. But yeah, there's like random um good January movies like friggin' um, yeah, obviously we said Underwater, we said Book of Eli. Um, you know. There's just like escape room, escape. I like I like room. Oh, I didn't rooms. see those pop up. Yeah. Okay, the uh, the kid who would be king, the Joe Cornish movie.
2: Oh yeah. Oh shit.
1: Okay. There okay. Yeah, that's yeah, a great. movie. I still haven't
2: seen that. Did, have you guys seen it?
1: Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, it's it's yeah, not okay. as good as Attack the Block, but like, what is you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. I think attacked. The... I got to check this one. Was Attack the Block January? I I don't, know. I we don't have think to check. so.
0: We would have to okay. Check.
3: I think it might be march so yeah
2: there are good january
1: movies uh yeah. you know they kind of
3: come mm-hmm. yeah
2: underwater i got uh
1: the commuter up here oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. no i still Liam i still the that daily <laughs> yeah um oh uh i was saving this one but i I had to say now a uh, black hat yeah black hat was a list. january was, release yep. yeah. it
2: is I need to watch, that's, that is on my list to watch this year. Um, I did, I finally pulled the trigger on Miami Vice. Yes. I am, I I joined the Miami Vice Hive. What a, yes. what a movie. That, that, um right after the club, when they have the informant and they find out his family's killed and Jamie Foxx looks at him, he's like, you ain't got to go home no more. And just like the way he delivers that and the guy, he immediately registers, he's just like, walks out in the traffic, like, oh, what a. I vibe. I vibe with it so much. Think. I'm. I'm upset. It took me so long. But Black yeah. Hat is on my list. I'm. I'm kind of holding out on it because I think what they announced the the director's cut is that it. What's coming? Yes, out?
1: which is available now. So oh,
2: it is available. Okay, so then mm-hmm. I'm. I need to get. My, that's what I want to watch because it. From what I've heard, um, the theatrical version is uh truncated by a bit. Uh, but maybe you uh, disagree. Uh,
1: it's. It's not that it's truncated. It. It swaps around certain. Um sequences which at first you're like that's weird like I, I don't know that would change that much if anything it sounds like maybe it'll throw it off more but it's like it it just allows the tension to escalate in the more like traditional like uh, uh narrative action movie sort of way because at gotcha. first it just kind of throws you in and it's like global meltdown. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I don't yeah. know what the fuck's <laughs> happening yet. And so, like, I think some people were were thrown off. Like, some people just don't like the filmmaking of Digital Man. Um, mm-hmm. But if you fuck with Mammy Vice, you'll probably fuck yeah. with Black Hat.
3: Black Hat okay. hacker named Hathaway.
1: Yeah. And you know what's super Weird. funny? I didn't know this because everyone's like, Chris Hemsworth, Buff Chris Hemsworth is a hacker, Thor is a hacker. That's not realistic. Apparently, the guy he's based on is even bigger and more jacked than Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Kidding, like, <laughs>
2: it's Reacher. Fucking Reacher's
1: walker. I know. Yeah, it's basically that. And so I'm just like, man, it's fucking, like, has everyone here seen The Wire? I've there's some chunks of it. No. There's something that happens in like the fifth season that is like, you're like, oh, that's very unrealistic for a show that's otherwise very grounded in reality. And it's like, well, the guy that that character was based on did that exact thing yeah. and it was even more impressive. We mm-hmm. wanted to tone it down. it's like, yeah. sometimes reality is stranger than fiction. So, yeah, yeah it's true. You know? Okay. That's true. um So then would you recommend I watch
2: Black Hat Theatrical and then the DC? uh Or maybe yeah. just. Watch DC.
1: Yeah, because I, I, again, I don't think it's like such a drastic shift. I think it just allows it to be a little more accessible already. Because yeah. um,
2: I watched the uh, the keep uh, this month oh. as well first time. Oh. Um, I get it. It is pure vibes and close to if not straight up nonsense. But I, I, I vibed with it.
3: I, I, I vibed with it hard.
2: So yeah. yeah. By the way,
1: I have to shout out um Katie Walsh who hosted the collateral Q and A. At mm-hmm. the American Cinematheque at the Egyptian mm-hmm. Theater, um, lovely evening, great movie. Got to show it to a bunch of people that hadn't seen it before, and they were like, "Yeah, I get it." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> no one doesn't like Collateral when they watch it." I've never heard someone go like, "Yeah, it's all right. It's no, it's that movie fucking rips. Um, but if you're going don't to like Sue's a Michael Mann screening, yeah, um, I need people to understand he has been asked about what do you think happens to these characters next a million times, and also don't ask about the keep. He's not gonna. Oh. He's, he doesn't give a shit. Don't ask him about the keep guys. Like, what are you? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. That's he's, he's not gonna go back to it. Too <laughs> it's too bad over. because I think that's a I I do think it's very. I, no, I won't say very good. Um, it makes me wish he did more horror. I'll put he, it to you that way. Yeah, you could see like the other world of Michael Mann, where it's like he could have committed to genre stuff if he didn't get fucked so hard on that movie.
2: Yeah,
1: because um, part of yep. that is him being difficult. Yeah. Another part of that is I believe Dino De Laurentiis being difficult yeah, cool. <laughs> and um you know, uh yeah, so that he'll he'll never do stuff like that again. But like I don't know, he wants to do like a science fiction movie, like a full on science fiction movie, because Black Hat's okay. kind of like his cyberpunk thriller, um, mm-hmm. even though it's all based in real technology and that makes that movie like fucking terrifying. Um yeah. But I feel yeah, like he could yeah. he could do a show Joe in that movie. <laughs> i know Show bite Biden blackhead he'll just fucking drop dead so <laughs> after I have mixed feelings problems. about that obviously yeah um
2: so two big ones i've got up here um because i I think i'm coming towards the end of the list um yeah. big one uh triple x return of xander cage oh yeah uh, great time um mm-hmm. i remember i think Seuss walked in on the middle of me watching that and she's like This is a great fucking time. Like, you think this is good? Let's go watch the first one where James Bond gets shot at a fucking Ramstein concert. (laughs) Um, But uh, uh, Return of Xander Cage, good. It's main star, notoriously difficult to work with, and now more so in light of uh, stuff. Mm. But um, great time. Uh, Fucking Xander Cage surfboards on a. No, he rides a motorbike on a tidal wave i think something like that something crazy and it also has donnie Yen and ruby rose and a whole bunch of other great people yeah um uh, and then the other big one <clears throat> is bad boys for life uh yeah. good
1: stuff i saw that yeah. in theaters like four times damn wow yeah. that's
3: crazy
1: it's a good movie <laughs> yeah and then the world ended like two months later uh, and yeah. now we live in hell
2: which <laughs> or we're maybe we were always in hell maybe, maybe we were
1: <laughs> just uh, um 2020 just exacerbated it we broke down the walls now we all see the the evil that resides around us mm-hmm. anyways i uh i feel like we need more horror movies in january i feel like they'd clean up or rather we need maybe more original horror movies in january cuz it feels like this is where like the generic slasher kind of comes in and people kind of throw off the genre like oh horror movies are just jump scares because they see oh some- i do have split,
3: right? oh, yeah. But, oh, there we split go. oh yeah
1: split rocks what's yeah. yeah. a that's great that's
3: movie glass too glass,
2: glass yeah man. i saw glass the thing is i haven't seen glass even though i know what happens in it but i yeah. didn't know how everybody else thought about it so that's why i didn't include it there were plenty oh. of those on the list no 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 we're
1: pro glass here
2: okay yeah, well yeah. i need to i need to watch it um, yeah i'm trying to that's one of those films where i want to watch it with seuss but I need her to watch Unbreakable, but I need to break up Unbreakable and split far enough from each other. So you'd be like, oh, she won't really appreciate it. Diego, mm-hmm. I'm doing my best. I'm trying to, I'm I'm forcing her to get through the alien films. Uh, we're, We've been on Aliens forever. It's time for us to move on to Alien 3 because Romulus oh, yes. is coming. And, Wait, uh, okay.
1: So when you say like you've been on Aliens forever, like, we've have watched you guys sat it. down to watch it? Yeah, we've watched it. I think we've oh, okay.
2: watched it twice. Because she didn't recall it. And I tried to, I was trying to get it going beforehand. It didn't work. I mostly just wanted to get to Covenant, but like, mm-hmm. I've only, I know for a fact I've only seen Alien 3 once. And I do want to revisit it. Mm-hmm. But knowing that alien, alien Romulus is coming, I'm like, this is it. It's time. We need to, we need to go through this series. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like I got to do something special for that because I'm like the alien guy on this podcast. I don't know what to mm-hmm. do, but I'll, I'll yeah. think of something. Um, Okay, when you get to Alien Three, though, remember it's the extended cut. This is yep, essential. Yeah, no, I've checked.
2: It is. Okay. It, I've checked that. That that is. Uh, that's there are. So that's the sort of because to my to her credit, she's been much more interested in horror movies. Uh, recently, mm-hmm. I caught her watching Child's Play the other day, just on a whim. Oh, um, nice. So she's she's been exploring that um binge on her own, which I really like. I, I think sci-fi um she can be hit or miss on um. With uh, Alien, I think that doesn't bother her. She does. She's like she's fine with it. She does vibe with Predator though, but that might be because like I'm I'm just really big on Predator. I'm more of a Predator guy than an Alien guy. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Predator's just a cooler like fucking creature, and you can do I, maybe a lot more with it. Um, sorry Matt, I know you're listening. I think you're wrong. Prey is good, however, mm-hmm. you're also right. AVPR is a masterpiece. Um, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, no that. I, I plan on doing that uh, with her this year, and then I need to pull the trigger on the Planet of the Apes films because Kingdom is coming out, and I haven't seen any of them outside of the Tim Burton films and the new ones that came out—the uh, new trilogy. So that that's oh. that's on my list for this year.
1: Okay, one well, I gotta say, I think the Alien movies are like far and away the better made movies, but like a significant margin. You are margin Predator. Yes, I I would not want to make an Alien movie. And you know this, I would fucking kill to make a predator movie. That would be so much fucking fun. Um, and then two, yeah, get on those apes movies, man, because like a lot of them are like really good, and at the very least, they're all like really interesting. Like they tackle very similar material, obviously, mm-hmm. but even like the bad ones, it's like well, that was like, it wasn't really worth my time, but it was like interesting, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. There's the first one, obviously masterpiece. The third one is like. Really fucking underrated. I think Escape from the Planet of the Apes is that is... the bleakest one? There's one I heard with it. It's a nuke fucking, it gets so dark. Okay, okay, it gets dark, so fucking yeah. dark, but it's so good. I think that movie fucking is, is uh, it's so, so underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I, That movie needs more respect, but whatever. What? Yeah, get on those apes movies. They fucking, no. they're, they're so um, cool.
2: I, I have lists to pull off this year. It's a, it's finishing off Alien because I've seen all of them. Do Plan the, uh, plan the Apes. Um, I need to finally start watching uh, Kurosawa films because I haven't seen any of his films. And I I, I went to it last year. I'm doing it this year.
1: Um, at least knock out the big ones. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, just go in order of release. And then if you have trouble finding one called Dersu Uzala, let me know. I think there's there's a digital file that fell off a truck somewhere. Because <laughs> that movie is like just really hard to track down. And... um. Yeah. yeah. I want to say
2: just briefly going back to the Predator, um, it came to me in a dream when they announced uh they're doing more Jurassic World films. Mm. I have a billion dollars for you. Jurassic World film, put a predator in there. Boom. Oh. Yeah, it's R-rated, sure, but like for me, like that's my white way. If if they if they pulled up to me right now and said, Max, you get to make predator film, what do you do? I'm putting dinosaurs in there. You you can't tell me no. That 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 is it. Um that it's either that or pirates. Um, like yeah, fucking dinosaurs. Like, we need more dinosaur films. Um, so I have three films left on my list. I'm gonna go back to the '90s, and I'm pretty sure you both dig these in one way or another. I have The Relic, and From Dust Till Dawn.
1: Oh yeah, I think The yeah. Relic is is also underrated. It's not like a masterpiece, but it's it's a fucking wild time. Yeah, that is, and like we just don't get movies made like that, like ever anymore.
2: It was last year Mm -hmm. we were trying to figure out what kind of movies do you want to become big after like the superhero boom is over, Mm -hmm. and I just all I want is creature features, (laughs) creature features. Yeah, there we go. Video movies or no? Yeah, if those honestly should be what released in January, like Crawl, I think it did. What was it? An August release? That was an August one. Yeah, August one. Great time, but. You know what? No, I would have kept I would have kept calling August. That's a great six pack beer, fuck yeah, movie. Um Mm -hmm. that I always have one of those a year. I think this year it's gonna be Godzilla X Kong. That's gonna be my heck (laughs) grab a six pack, grab a burger, go fucking nuts. Um last year it was the Meg.
1: But uh Oh yeah, Meg 2. Meg Meg 2 hive.
2: (laughs) Uh yeah, but from Dust to Dawn, the Relic 96 and 97. Uh I, I really do enjoy The Relic. I, I desperately wish Creature Features were a thing again. Um, and then From Dust Till Dawn, I think that is very, it's a very good film that is very inspirational in ways that, uh, to me personally, that I haven't really uh, gone into. But like, in, at least in terms of writing, like it's Western and vampires mm-hmm. um, and it's done <laughs> very well. It's good. And, we love that one. We love yeah, that one yeah. a lot. You guys have any others before i pull out the last big gun uh no
1: I don't no so. no go for it man go for yeah, it Yeah,
2: go godzilla minus one minus
0: color uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is a, this is a, <laughs>
2: i'm cheating i'm cheating i know but like that was that was the um i was like that counts it's in black and white and i hope that both of you are going out to go see them black and white because i probably can't because we're not going to get it
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah gene saw it already in black and white um i'm going to this week um yeah. i've not even checked show times i just want to um and i i have a, a sort of mixed reaction to the the now in black and white trend because i think yep. uh, uh if there's a big failure of modern movies i I don't think it's in terms of quality i just think it's in terms of like hey what about like formalism yeah. um and it's like just because you make it black and white doesn't make it interesting you have to color time it differently. Uh, you have, it, it has to be lit differently. Like, Sodenberg has that great cut of Raiders that's in black yeah, and white with social network the music. Yeah. And it's oh. just to, like, study it. It's, it's not... Like, the fact that it's in black and white and has social network music isn't, like, the draw. It's, like, just look at the camera. Look at the lighting. And it's, it still remains, like, such a, a, a great, like, tool for educating someone on how to, like, how to make a scene be, like interesting or compelling, right? Um, and for like Godzilla minus one, I think is one of the top three movies of 2023, and it's a tough year for competition, you know? Um, I wouldn't say the lighting was the draw for me. Sure. But seeing the trailer, I'm like, okay, they they put a lot of effort into actually making it like Mm -hmm. it's it's not just like desaturated black and white. It's like okay, there's an effort to almost, like, like light it again in post, almost, hmm. you know? Not, like, changing anything that's there. Like, it's all there. It just caught me off guard. I was like, oh, okay, that looks interesting, you know? Yeah. I think Logan's another black and white movie where I was like, oh, this adds, like, a real texture to this movie that, uh, a movie that I really, really liked already. Um, yeah. Becomes much more interesting. Versus, like, Mad Max Fear Road, where I'm like, once in a while, it's like, that's a striking image in black and white. That doesn't work in black and white. That works hmm. in black and white. That doesn't. That doesn't. You know, so it's very mixed response is what I'm saying um yeah. something I'd like to see more people do is what the last Jedi did on on that home release. um there's an audio a score only version of the movie, mm. and you just kind of let the images and the the music carry you. It's really, mm. really interesting. I would like more stuff to try that, yeah, you could throw black and white in there if you want to, but again, sure. it's like you gotta really fucking. Yeah, manage and massage that image to make it interesting. But that's, to look I think at. that also
2: speaks to the strength of the Williams score as well. Like, if yeah. you can allow that. And speaking of Williams, the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. get that Oscar nomination out of there. Get, get, uh, yeah, he does.
1: Have Wait, what, so, he, what was he nominated for? I don't even know what he was nominated Indiana for. Indiana, Indiana Jones,
3: Dial of Destiny.
1: Oh, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's a legacy, it's, or not,
3: it's not like his best score. No, no it's not.
2: I, I literally can't tell you a single hummable like theme from that. And I guess I'm not like, saying he always yeah. to put out bangers, but like, right, how did he get it? But then Pemberton from Spider Verse, like, after weeks of sharing yeah. how he did that score, like, yeah. wild,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, do, do you want to just complain about Oscar nominations now? Because, sure, I, I, let's go like, nuts. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 I think it was actually. It's not, it's not that exciting, but I'm like, yeah, no, most of the stuff here like deserves to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Most. I think I I do. I do think,
2: um, without the toxicity that is born out of it, I do think, uh, Margot and Greta not getting their respective nominations. That, that is a bit surprising. Um, I do recognize that, um, the best picture nomination is more so for producers. Um, but the film doesn't work without Margo's the and it doesn't work without Greta's direction so them not getting uh a nod is kind of that is like that, that's kind of a bit weird
1: uh I, I, yeah I, I agree it's weird I also have like weird feelings about there being less directors than best picture nominees and I know mm-hmm. some people disagree with that and that's fine um because you're you're winning now you know <laughs> like yeah like your your take is like fiscally the correct one with the Academy I just think it's like a movie doesn't direct itself well, maybe if you get best picture nomination I think you get best director nomination but yeah. I don't know I don't know how that stuff works I don't give a shit. um uh I will say like yeah Margot and, and Greta like I, I probably would have given nominations and I, I do think Margot's performance is really underrated in Barbie like yeah really yeah. underrated yeah um is. but we we also got a shout out uh Greta Lee who who was snubbed for past lives um
2: I thought you hated past lives I <laughs>
1: I don't. <laughs> where did this come from?
2: I don't hate I'll, it. I'm just like, I just. I saw past lives. It was a movie, and that's it.
1: No, no, it's it's like a well made movie. I, I I don't think the the writing was the strength, but it's well directed and it's well acted. That the two things it was not nominated for. So I'm like, I'm, even I'm scratching my head at that one. Um, and then uh, of course Lily Gladstone for their uh, nomination, the first uh, Native yep. American Indigenous uh, person. But you know, also. Want to shout out uh Yalitza Aparicio for her nomination for Roma because I think people overlook that. Like that is also an indigenous North American. Yeah. You know, just not from the United States. So yeah. people didn't like I don't know. People people have been weird about that. Um, where they like they kind of I guess just forgot. <laughs> um yeah. I, I'm sure it, it's like it's like accidental racism, not like harsh, like <laughs> intentional, but it's just like yeah, yeah, a bunch of white people fucking run these these uh yeah. Uh, academy award thing so like whatever you, you forget it you, you're gonna die soon um but yeah i don't know there, there's there's like Jeez. there's uh well, fuck them whatever i don't care yeah. shit. no it's funny it's funny it's <laughs> just like
3: caught me off guard
1: sorry I, i'm <laughs> not sorry. angry today i don't know where yeah, that yeah. came from it's, yeah. um, it's out of there's
2: something there there's a little yeah. something there little, uh, little and then
1: i i gotta see anatomy of a fall but from mm-hmm. what I understand, that that movie is, is very well received. And that director mm-hmm. also Justin Justine Trier also got a nomination. Yeah. And so it's like it's it's not like um there's not stuff to celebrate. And it's it is just yeah. a little odd that it's like Margot and Greta didn't get the nomination. It's like mm-hmm. they they got um Best it's the movie. most profitable movie of last year. Yeah. It's the most successful movie of 2023. Yeah. So and it's not I like the movie didn't been... get other nominations. So yeah. it's just I important to keep stuff in perspective. Is all. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Godzilla minus one sweep. It's going to lose to the creator. I can feel it in my bones. Like,
1: uh, you know what? I don't think so. I no. think I think Godzilla minus one is going to take that because it's the only nomination it got, first of all, which is like kind of wild. Yeah. Um, and then it's also uh, like uh, not enough people saw the creator. Yeah. Like uh, internally uh, in the industry, that movie had buzz. Uh-huh. But like, uh-huh. you know, not... Not enough normal people, I guess, and <laughs> there are normal people in the academy, which is why you get some boring ass picks for movies sometimes. Yeah, but I don't know. It's I don't think it's a bad lineup this year. It's just like it's not. I'm not that excited. I'm yeah. like they they yeah. could have they could have added some a little bit here and there to like spice it up a bit. Yeah, um, I'm fucking bummed out because Asteroid City just completely locked out of yeah, like every yeah, award. Yeah contestant this year hard yeah that was and that was yeah. that was good i, I watched yeah. that
3: um
2: that that was very good yeah and I, Penel, penelope cruz not getting it after i watched ferrari last night that's i was waiting to drop kind of that like the
1: nuclear bomb um but yeah. yeah that's the best performance of last year that's like a top five man movie performance mm-hmm. um which if you know me i think holds some weight yeah. And uh, yeah, she's devastating in that movie. She's she's a like cosmically good in that movie,
2: <laughs> Lina uh, Lardy.
1: Yeah, oh dude, every like little <laughs> affectation and shit is so good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's an all timer snub. That's Adam Sandler not getting in for Uncut Gems level snub. Oh not shit, I forgot so. about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you ever get my- just mad about something you forgot oh, about real quick?
2: Jesus,
1: yeah. So anyways, but wait, I don't but was, know.
2: was it a uh, Stallone? Was he not nominated, or did he not win? Back he didn't.
1: Television? He didn't win for Creed. It went to uh, the other guy, who I do like, but it wasn't his award that oh, year. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, it it uh, happens, Academy. you know. You know, on on one side of things, the Oscars don't really matter. You know, yeah. awards only matter like when they go to the people that deserve them. And yeah. on yeah. the other side, it's like, hey, they can bring attention to very interesting movies. Zone of Interest is like selling out in theaters now. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to find a good seat in that for like New York, Chicago, and L.A. I think a friend of the show uh, on on Twitter, Brandon Hodges, was saying like, you know, after work he's trying to find a showing and it's like they're fucking filling up. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Zone of Interest yet. I'm sure it's terrific. It it just seems a little heavy. But Jonathan Glazer doesn't miss. <laughs> he has not yeah. missed yeah. once. I'm sure that movie's basically a masterpiece. I'm an, mm-hmm. I'm very excited to watch it Uh when right. I'm emotionally ready. I guess. Right. Um. Yeah, but it's like you know, it can it can bring attention to that. And like if past lives got some some more love, a lot more people would watch that. A lot more people would be willing to give Celine Song another shot on her next uh, feature, you know. So it's just important to keep perspective. It doesn't matter, but also can matter for people that could use it. So yeah,
0: yeah.
1: nominate Den of Thieves 2, though, when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's Always fucking wish. get that train let's going. Let's see that. There we go. Yeah. You know I'm what just saying, I'm saying.
2: I'm I'm just happy I'm happy with the Godzilla minds 1 nomination. If it wins, great. I outside I of so. that, and I think Lily Gladstone winning, like yeah. that's cool. Like it's oh, yeah. also kind of crazy. It, like even the MonsterVerse films weren't even nominated for special effects. Like that's it's mm-hmm. fucking wild. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, they,
3: they don't watch movies. Yeah, you
2: know, they they don't. <laughs> no. uh, but hey, yeah. What are you gonna do? We don't run the Academy
1: because no. I don't.
2: No. I I don't know. I don't even know how you would run it. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a can of worms. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: not, I ain't touching that one. Um, but yeah, that's um, I guess I guess that's that might be it for today. I think we could wrap up now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anybody have anything else they want to shout out or talk about or yell about? I don't think so.
2: All of you who bookmarked that Sydney Sweeney Teat are going straight to hell. You know exactly <sighs> what I'm talking about. I I
1: don't, but no. I know people are fucking getting weirder on the internet, so I feel like I'm okay not knowing. Yeah, me too. So we're just gonna. I'm surprised because we're just button. plowing ahead. We're gonna. We're just gonna <laughs> skedaddle past that one. I don't have time to unpack all Madame that. Web, fucking like, weirdos. Go with
0: God.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Uh,
2: I'm not gonna go see Madam Web, so go with God.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I mean, if anyone wants to do it for an unfunny bit, like go ahead, because that movie's not making money, so don't worry about that. Like you said honestly, the same like, don't. thing about Venom. No, Venom. Venom in hindsight, of course that was gonna make like eight hundred million dollars. Like people <laughs> like Venom. No one knows who the fuck Adam Webb is. Yeah. No I, one knew I, who Morbius was. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. When I when I told Seuss about the actual character
2: Madame Webb and how she's like an old lady who just sits in like a void of like Webb, she's yeah. like, that would have been cool. You get an old lady. I'm like, yeah, but like there's no sex appeal in it. Like like I I c I can't I could can barely tell her anything about Madame Webb and then you all the other characters are in it. I think I barely, I know oh. Julia Carp- Carpenter by name. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck these other people are. These are like, these are Z-listers. And this is coming from a non-Spider-Man, like not, yeah. not the biggest
3: Spider-Man fan. So I'm like, I, I don't, I don't it's, know. This is D-lister the movie. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> the 90s cartoon for Spider-Man had uh, Stanley's wife voice Madam Webb. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, like, that's, like, um, who who's, that's, anya corazon right isabella merced
3: so madam right, web madam web is the
1: no 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 no. i know madam web i'm I'm saying yeah. like i'm trying to think because there's like the d-listers in there anya yeah. corazon always feels like she's a character that's like on the bubble of becoming yeah. a c-lister right that's the only reason i'm yeah. bringing that up
3: yeah there's like three spider women three or four
1: spider women yeah and then like Adam Jay Scott's Carpenter. probably playing Uncle Ben, which is like just an insane. What weird. was it, that tweet it with him
2: in the fortune cookie? And it's going to say, huh, <clears> it's going to say with great oh. power comes great responsibility. <sighs> yeah. that, that that would be the moment, if that happened, I I probably would leave the theater. I'd be like, okay, I'm tapping out. Like, I'm not going to sit yeah. through that. Yeah. No,
1: it, it's also just like just a spider nerd. Spider-Man nerd thing is like a oh, spider nerd, Jesus Christ. Um, like the uh the idea of like the interconnectivity of like the uh, the multiverse and what makes a spider person and stuff like that. And it's like it just it's such fucking bullshit. It's like those spider-verse yeah. movies, they're so good because they manage all the bullshit that I don't give a fuck about with Spider-Man comics and make them narratively and emotionally and thematically mm-hmm. compelling. Yeah. And then the live action movies are like Oh, we can also do that really well. And it's like, no, you can't. You can't do anything. <laughs> you you have not made one complete film that wasn't like a disaster behind the scenes, except maybe let there be carnage, which just was like a very rushed production. But, you know, not a disaster. Um, But it's like, yeah, man, that's that's fucking just wild that they're they it's like they took a break after they gave Marvel uh, the MCU Spider-Man. They're like, we're not going to do that. Okay, but now we're going to do it because people like Spider-Man movies again. So now we can do the Venom movie. Now right. we can do Morbius. Now we can get another Sinister Six going. That's it's just what like... I'm
2: saying. Venom becoming successful was a mistake. If we let Venom die in the crib, we wouldn't be sitting here with oh. Morbius, Craven, Madam.
3: What's the other yeah. one? Oh, well, I guess we're getting Venom. Yeah, there's, a there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, there's too many to name at this point.
1: Right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, we're also Yeah. Craven. Craven, yeah, yeah, I don't want to. Kraven Nation. Kraken, wanna...
3: Black Panther. <laughs> oh man i don't want to examine these movies
1: well we'll uh we'll be back for craven nation everyone oh Pat- cracker barrel nation cracker- <laughs> or what well, gene what did uh what are our friends at that 90s spider-man show call oh, yeah, it the year uh, of craven
3: the year of craven but they called all the sony movies a a uh like critically ill cow- cash cow
1: yeah 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 um all these movies are going to bomb this year. It's going to be wonderful uh, for the industry. Jeez. I'm not even joking. I think it, this these movies not making money anymore will be very good for the health of the industry. Yeah. Um. Now we just need Deadpool three to bomb, and we'll be Jeez. off to the races. Oh
2: God! It's yeah. not, as soon as that first trailer jobster was going to fucking explode. It's over. It's
1: Joe over. And yeah. <laughs> so, my my prediction it it caps out at six hundred, maybe seven hundred million. I was right about Aquaman. It's coming up on that 500 million yeah never doubt me all right everyone uh max thanks for joining us on this wonderfully structured episode today uh thanks for hanging out and talking with us it's always a pleasure to see you and uh same yeah we'll keep the whatsapp going because um every other fucking country in the world is smart enough to just use whatsapp instead of paying for fucking cell phone plans. But whatever it's fine it's fine (laughs) you you guys are doing it better Uh, uh plugs where can people find you online
2: Uh, So you can find me uh, across every piece of social media. It's a variation of ODST Spartan. Uh, That's from my halo days. Um, It's usually capital letters, uh, ODST and then Spartan. Um, I'm on Twitter. I have a Reddit that I just browse every now and then. Uh, I do not have an Instagram because I take foul pictures um uh, but my claim to fame is I do hang out on Discord quite a bit. I do uh I'm trying to cut back on the gaming. I play too much Destiny 2 but that's for another time um I you can find me on uh Discord uh, ODST Spartan I'm in the uh waffle press Discord I'm in the A4e Discord uh talk Film Society friends over there as well um yeah, ODST Spartan
1: Maxwell Daring I I am there. All right man thank you. uh Gene in plugs. Yes.
3: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter along that last, and Instagram g nine eight
1: nine two, yeah, yeah. And then all my all the stuff is down below for the rest of us uh, on the podcast. Uh, Max, thanks again. This was this was a blast. Um, we'll be we'll be talking more soon. And uh, yeah, everyone else, uh, like subscribe. If you didn't like this episode, like and subscribe anyways because you might find something you do like. So thanks for listening thanks for watching. We have been professionally unprofessional.
0: Wait, 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 wait.
1: Matt, if you're
2: listening, I'm going to hijack one of those uh, retrospectives so you can tell me to fuck off.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. We're we're planning uh, the next season right now, which is very exciting. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs)
0: Bye.